0: Hi, and welcome to Highway 281. I'm Luke Susick, and I'm here with two former forensic detectives, Ethan Camacho and Mark Carrion, to talk about the night of August 19, 2004, when a high school student was walking alongside the road and was found dead the next morning. I'm here with Coach Phillips, Rafael's coach. Coach Phillips, what would you say Rafael was like as a student?
1: Rafael was an all-around standout student Never was in trouble and always about the team.
0: Was there a reason he would have been out that late?
1: Not that I'm aware of. His family did not have a lot of money, so it's possible he was walking somewhere.
0: Do you believe that Mr. Garcia could have been intoxicated at the time?
1: Um, In my opinion, it is not a decision he would make, but it's high school, and we all have our secret lives.
0: Has Raphael ever been caught out late at night before?
1: Raphael was a family kid, and if there was any reason he was out by that road, I believe he had good reason to be there.
0: Is there anything you want to say to the person who did this?
1: I want them to understand how good of a kid Raphael was and how much he means to the team and to the school to do the right thing. Rafael
2: Garcia was a 17-year-old boy who was a football player and a standout student at Southside High School in South Central Texas. Rafael was one of six children in his family who was raised by a single mother. His family was low on money, so he would work on the weekends to help support his family. Rafael was loved by his teammates and students, and they were heartbroken when they heard the news. Rafael's friend dropped him off at his house at 10 p.m. She noticed that when she dropped him off, he never went inside, rather started walking towards the highway, probably to the country store. The next morning, Rafael was found dead on the side of Highway 281 with bruises all over his body and a missing shoe.
3: I talked to the girl who dropped off Rafael at his home that night. We are keeping her name classified, but we will call her Stacy. Stacy, what were you doing with Rafael that night? Mm, Rafael doesn't have a car, so I drove him home from football practice and we got food on the way home. Did Raphael say or do anything when you dropped him off? Um, He didn't say much, just normal goodbye. But if Raphael did not go inside, he started walking towards the highway where the grocery store is. Does he usually go to the store? Yes, he usually runs the errands for his mother when she is working, but he doesn't have a car, so he walks.
0: There were only three pieces of evidence found at the scene. A shoe belonging to Garcia, red paint chips, and a broken headlight. The shoe was not analyzed, but gave the police an inference that Garcia was hit by a high-speed object. The red paint chips revealed the car was an early 2000 Ram Dodge truck, the most popular car in Texas. And the missing headlight was an alert to police in the area. After the evidence was analyzed, this was determined a hit and run.
3: The evidence starts out as a non-factor in this case, but as we go on, you will start to see more and more pieces fit together. Garcia was found next to Highway 281. The only thing around him were his shoes, a broken headlight, and a couple paint chips. Investigators are trying to solve who or what killed Garcia, and if this was an accident or a targeting. The problem with these cases is hit and runs usually don't get solved. Will this case be different though?
2: After a three-month open case due to the lack of evidence, investigators caught a break. An anonymous tip came through that someone's stepdad had said that he had hit a deer and needed to leave for a while. The police found their main suspect, 49-year-old Robert Hoffman. Hoffman quickly became the police, police's main en- interest. He drove a Ram Dodge truck and was coming off a two-year prison sentence for DUI. Hoffman was found 1,000 miles away in a Tennessee motel. I'm here with the kid who called the police and told them information about Hoffman and his truck. He asked me to keep his name private, so I will respect his decision. For this podcast, we will just call him Nick. So, Nick, what happened on the night Hoffman came home? He was dating my mom at the time, so he would come to my house often. That night, he came home and said he hit a deer with his car, and that the police wanted to talk to him about it. Did your mom believe when he said that he hit a deer? Yes, I'm sure my mom believed him because at the time we didn't think there was any point for him to lie. What made you think Hoffman was the one that killed Rafael Garcia? What made you call police and tell them that what you told them? All over school people were talking about Rafael's death. The more I was hearing about it at school, the more I kept thinking of that night that he came in and said he hit a deer. I never fully believed his story, so I thought I should tell the police what I know. That Hoffman hasn't been seen in weeks, that he drove a Red Ram Dodge truck, and that he supposedly hit a deer. Thanks for talking to me, Nick, and I am sure many people are thankful for the information that you gave to the police.
3: Huffman is now serving his sentence for hit and run for maximum sentence of 20 years of jail. In this episode of the podcast, we learned that every piece of evidence is important to the case. Thank you for listening to the podcast. The life we love is a life that's been lived I'll sing hallelujah. <laughs>